0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off in decency and in order. And in decency and order, we're going to come out of Micah 7 and 8. And it says, do not gloat over me, my enemies. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. You might lost some battles, but you have not lost the war. God is on your side. So nothing could stand against you. So make sure that you stand on your face. Stand on God's promises. And understand that despite of what it may look like. God can always turn it around. Amen. Amen. Father God we just thank you God. We thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for being the Alpha. The Omega. The Deliverer. The, the help the helper, the, the, the person that comes in when we need you the most. God, we just thank you. God, we thank you for bringing us during this week. God, God, we ask you to let us be able to reach the masses, be able to reach the audience, reach out to the multitude. Let something be said today that somebody can say, what can I do to be saved? God, come into the room. Let your spirit come in where there'll be new revelation. God, we ask you to let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even be able to touch somebody with the hardest heart. God, bless us today, Lord. God, we ask you to be able to bless everybody under the sound of my voice, that they could be able to really know who you are in their life, that they could really learn how to lean on you for help. And that despite of what might happen, despite all of the the late nights, despite of all of the crying, despite of all of the disappointments, that you could be able to bring joy every morning. God, we ask you to enlarge the territory for us to reach out to new masses, to new sponsorships, to to new people, to new nations, to new countries, to to new airwaves, God. So Anointed Radio could be able to be a pillar of light in you, God. So, God, we just thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Everybody say amen. Everybody say amen. 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 Hey, man, this is Pastor Jay. Like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. You can follow me in Clubhouse. You can follow me on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all of the social medias, but Snapchat. I don't believe in that. But TikTok, follow me on TikTok, Anointed Jaylon. I've been posting a lot of stuff on TikTok. But if you want to listen to my music, make sure you follow Pastor Jalon Calhoun on all digital streaming platforms. We could get Jesus, you make me happy, renew my praise, wake up, bless, slip away. And my team reps, Jesus. And speaking of my team rep, Jesus, me, Eternal, and Icy Jones will be performing next Saturday. Everybody say it with me next Saturday at the Christian Hip Hop Cypher finale here in Las Vegas at UNLV at the uh, Student Union Center in the theater where the Christian Hip Hop Cypher will be where you'll see MC Nice, you'll see uh, Tiffany Day, and you'll be able to see The Truth and many others. Make sure you're out there. September 23rd is the streaming summit. uh, September 24th is the finale for the Christian Hip Hop Cypher. It's about to be so dope. Come out check it out. If you're in Vegas, come by. With that being said, everybody in, in absence, Miss Boss Barbie, she's out in Orlando, Florida, and she will not be here today. Just know that go check out all of our media partner, uh, all of our people that we partnership for uh, media, which is the Las Vegas Aces, Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Knights, Las Vegas Lights, and um the Las Vegas Aviators, and soon to be Las Vegas A's. So with that being said, uh, oh, and don't forget to check out Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Las Vegas, everybody's favorite auntie. Dr. Marvinetta Clay, we can check out her music. Um, God is So Good and Worship Forever, the EP, on all music streaming platforms. And Ben Johnson, a.k.a. Ben Zelius Washington, 93 shout out to all the 90s babies. Make sure you go check him out as well. And if you have not, before I bring anybody up, because I feel like I need to say this, make sure you share, like, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like our channel. Make sure you like that channel so that you can be able to get every notification for when we go live, what we're doing, all the great shows that we're having. Another thing, if you're on my Facebook right now or on the Anointed Radio Facebook, make sure that you share, like, subscribe, share it to some groups, tag your friends, let everybody know about Anointed Radio. And the best way about Anointed Radio is that you can download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel. Las Vegas' number one gospel station. So with that all out the way, while y'all share, liking, and subscribing, and downloading the Anointed Radio app, I'm going to go ahead and bring up my co-hosts. We have prophetess in the house, Hello. we have the most intelligent, this or that, the game master, Brittany Marley, out here in these streets. <laughs> so tell them where they can find you.
1: Uh, You can find me on Facebook Tish share. You can find me on Instagram, fervently.creations. You can also find me in the clubhouse street under Prophetess Tish. And you can also check out my website, ferventlycreations.com.
2: And you can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley. And if you want to hear some amazing testimonies, come on over to Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly.blogspot.com.
0: Yeah. Amen. 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 And we have today our guest, Miss CEO. First lady Many titles that she has, But we're going to go ahead and bring up Miss CEO Everybody
2: Hi. Hey.
0: You're on mute, mute. Uh oh you're on mute
3: There, there you go, go. Hi, hey, girl Look there we go I'm good how y'all doing, okay, how you doing
0: good? You So Where can everybody find you
3: um, well, social, any social media site, you just type in and cry six out to only zero three. Um, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snap, Snapchat, and um, TikTok. I love doing my TikToks.
0: Everybody <laughs> loves them some TikTok. You can't complain about TikTok because TikTok, it don't stop. Just want out you here. to know that. <laughs> so, um, one thing I want everybody to know is we have the ministers versus um, musician basketball charity game for um, breast cancer awareness. Make sure it's coming up October first at the Doolittle Community Center, and at the door seven dollars. Want to definitely want you to come out. And if you didn't know, because. I want you to know, my child will be here next week. So, yes. God be yes. the glory. Number four. Miss Juliana's coming into this world is number four, and it is it. Amen. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Like what Michael Jackson said. This is it.
1: For, fourth quarter, you done?
0: It, it, right. it, I'm done.
1: No overtime.
0: <laughs> ain't, ain't no overtime. Amen. So, with <laughs> that being said... Um, we have uh, Miss Brittany coming out with a good old game of Bible trivia. We're gonna switch it up this this time and do some Bible trivia. Hopefully, we've been reading our Bible. <laughs> And hopefully you guys out there have been reading your Bibles too. Is definitely uh, go in the comments, put out your answers, everything, this or that. Any game that we play, we want everybody to be part of, including you, Miss CEO. This is a collective game where we can be able to have a fun time in the Lord, like the old Baptist folk used to say. Are
1: we starting to so, begin a uh, lever.
2: Yes. Okay. Amen. All right. (laughs) They are very simple, very easy. Don't get intimidated (laughs) because I said Bible trivia. It is quite all right. All right. Um, If you know it, just answer it. We got a prophet, CEO, we got a pastor. So, hey, we're, we're covered tonight. We're covered. All right, here we go. What is the first book of the New Testament? Anybody?
0: Matthew.
3: Oh Matthew. I thought you were gonna call on somebody.
2: No, I don't, I'm not gonna put nobody on the spot. <laughs> okay. If you know it, just say it. Um who were crucified along with Christ?
0: The thief. Was,
2: oh the forget thief the thief's name. You don't have to be two thieves. Yeah.
0: The two. Yeah. The, okay. The thief.
2: <laughs> Why did Mary and Joseph take the baby Jesus to Egypt?
0: To run away from King Harold from yeah, I was to say Harold. Yeah. There
2: you go.
0: The fake king, King Harold.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, what girl married Boaz after gathering grain in his fields? Ruth.
3: Ruth. There
2: you go. What boy played his heart before the king? David. Is that what? What boy played his heart before the king? David. Yeah. Amen. What guided the wise men to baby Jesus?
0: The stars. The stars. The star. But it was really God. Because Jesus. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe a few more. Here we go. What apostle was converted on the road to Damascus and was blind for a time? Oh, Saul.
3: that was Saul. 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 Paul, Paul. They Saul, said, Paul.
2: they put Paul, but they said
0: back then they didn't know me. His name was Saul.
1: That was, that yeah. was his oh, name. So, so can, can I can I give y'all a quick uh, lesson? So, a lot of people like to say, "Oh, that uh, the God had converted," like I mean, or changed Saul's name into Paul, like you have with Abram and Abraham, or so. But technically, that is not what what it was. With that, with that, he had a he had two names. He had a Roman name. He also had a uh, Hebrew name. So he had his he had the name Saul and Paul from birth. And so that's what that, but a lot of people think that he, that God changed his name. He did not change his name. He had two names, just like Peter had Simon Peter. Right. Makes sense? Right.
2: All right. prophetess.
0: Come, come on, prophetess. Come. You better come and <laughs> teach today. Roman and you you right?
2: <laughs> Three more. <laughs> what boy refused to eat the rich food the king served?
0: Daniel.
2: Daniel. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Give
0: it a second, Pastor. Let somebody <laughs> jump in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to refer to last <laughs> I don't year remember that family. one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, this is easy. What did Peter and Andrew do for a living? Each Yes. Yes. Last one. What little boy heard God call four times in the night? Samuel. All right, all right. That's it. <laughs> you did good, girl. You did good.
0: <laughs> Who's the only person so, that did not actually physically die in the Bible?
1: Um Enoch um, and Elijah. I, I was gonna say I right? didn't hear.
0: The, it's okay. Yeah. It's it's actually two of them. It's oh, I he said who the, the person that actually didn't physically die in the Bible? That was Enoch well, and Elijah.
1: <laughs> Enoch was, was carried away and
2: then Elijah.
0: I never went. think about Enoch. Yeah. Enoch. Enoch. Okay. Amen. So with that being said, that was the that was the game, y'all. Hope y'all learned some things, got some Bible trivia, and start reading your Bible. See, it gets you to really want to eat your read your Bible and get into it and see all the great things because I could tell you reading the bible is like watching tv like when you man, read the bible and you see all it. these different, you think tyler perry is dramatic man the bible when you go in the man, bible you Kings? Man, you-
1: okay so quick question quick question what is your favorite book of the bible and why
0: mine's i would say oh it's, it's, uh,
2: right. i like all
0: of first and second samuel Wow. I read that throughout boot camp the whole time, um, and it really gave me an insight about David that I never really knew. And it really gave you the the really the the back because everybody see all the good stuff. Like I feel like a lot of like Psalms and everything else is like social media. You saw all the good things David did and and all that, but when and when you read Sam, uh, First and Second Samuel, it's just kind of like. You really got to see his family life. You got to see the personal intimate times of what he went through from being chosen to be king all the way down to him messing up and 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 his, how he dealt with his kids, how his kids came up against him. It's so much stuff in 1st and 2nd Samuel where you're just like, "Man, you really got to see the true heart and lifestyle of David."
1: Yeah
0: as a whole collective so that's why i i love that book of the bible i I read it a lot um especially when i were in uh boot camp in in the army because i was like i'm in i'm in the army so i need to read about war and I, <laughs> <laughs> so i started reading hey don't judge me that was my thought process then so but that was mine what about you guys
2: right now i feel like i told my mom not what gonna- about you ceo okay uh, my favorite, my favorite book
3: is actually Job.
2: Um, okay. I felt like you were going to say Job. Job. I don't know why? Really? Oh, I did. Did
3: but she say Job? Job.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Job. Yeah, Job. Definitely Job. And um, other than other than Job, it. I have to be uh, Proverbs because of the wisdom that's that's in Proverbs. So, but Job because it's it's something about his story. You know that uh, I can apply to my everyday life. Um, you know, even just the restoration and uh, things that I've been through in my life. You know, so Job is definitely my favorite book.
1: I cannot read Job without getting annoyed at his friends. That's-
2: <laughs> I be like, oh, here they go, they
1: talking again. Like, right? be quiet. Like, what type of friends? Man, I'm saying, I get. Every time I get to the book of Job, I am just like, bro, like, yeah, like, come on, like, but, you don't even know he needed not I be I be but I, you got to think know, about I it. Started, people, I start talking back to the Bible.
0: People, people don't know what to do in situations. And I think that showed the best, the, his friends in that moment showed how people react to trauma um, mm-hmm. And in in situations that they've not known of, so mm-hmm. they either figure it's kind of like if you go to jail, what's the first thing somebody gonna say to you? What you do?
3: What you do oh,
0: right. Not hey, you good? Can right. I help you get out? No, no. They, what did you do? What? Absolutely. And then it, it's just like it's a reaction that they they don't know how to relate with it. And some people are socially awkward and and and, and very stressful situations that they don't know how to cope with yeah. and if they've never been down that road how they really i feel like that's how joe's friends were they're like i ain't never had what you went through bro <laughs> like like right. you sure you didn't do nothing like right yeah.
1: we've all encountered joe's friends or have been a joe one of joe's friends at one point or another in our life
2: oh yeah Sure. Yeah. and
1: I think I've encountered so many of Joe's friends that that's the reason why I just like,
3: oh I've yes. been trying to hurry up and get through Joe. but even, even even his wife, like his wife was just like yes. you just
2: curse your head and curse God and, and just okay. die. Just die. <laughs> nothing,
3: you know, I feel like
0: people make her feel seem so like heartless. Like I, I feel well, like
3: I don't think she was heartless. I, I think she was, was just empathetic so, of the situation.
0: Yeah, I, seeing someone suffer for so long, you just kind of be like, "Man, right. let go." Just, just, just you know. That's you
1: how we feeling during pregnancy. I wish you would tell us. Why don't you just give up and just? You've been pregnant for so long. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. So,
0: Miss Brittany, so what is your Bible? Because, because prophets. Was just she did. Saying, she did she so just well. stopped you. She, he was like, oh, so my favorite Bible is. Oh, I don't oh, even tell it
2: no more. I don't, no, Renee, I love I don't you. even like.
0: I don't even I like. Don't
2: no want it.
0: No. Um, <laughs> she was like, I don't even like this church no more. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> right, like,
2: boy, I'm tired of
0: the
2: church. <laughs> oh, but no, I don't. I won't say it's my favorite. But for a while, I was really into Ecclesiastes because. Now I understand what he was talking about. Before it just felt like a complaint, like, dang, life, is life really like that? and Nothing matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now I get what he was saying. And I feel like what I was saying before probably Stitch coming off. <laughs> I was telling my mom, like, not, well, maybe a while ago, like, I get what he's talking about. Like, I get what he's saying now, because before it was like, Really, nothing matters. Like, all this is just trash. (laughs) That's how I would read it. But I understand. I get get it. I get it now. So,
0: yeah. You know know what? And I'm thinking about the Bible. And we could just go so deep in. We have a few minutes, so we could go deep into a little bit. Um, First John is deep to me. Because it's so... You know how some people got to read the Messenger Bible to understand? I feel like no matter what translation... First John is in, it's very simple. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't know love, you don't know God. Right. How can you love the the gods you can't see, but hate the brothers and sisters you do see? This is and I'm I'm not even quoting that's what the Bible says in first John. And it's just like it makes you sit there and think like, hmm there's some things I need to work on. There's some things I need to really expound on because what representation and I'm showing, if I'm saying I'm a child of God and I'm sitting here, petty, hateful, unforgiving, unforgiving, and just maniving like, and it's crazy because, and it'd just be a little (laughs) quick topic that I wanted to bring out there is that, um, is that, a lot of people say nowadays, I don't know if it was back in the day because we didn't have social media, so our voices really didn't get out there like that. But nowadays they say the Christians are the most meanest people than the, than the worldly people. And, and that's a sad representation. If we're saying the body of Christ is the people that are the mean folks, the the hateful folks, the the vengeful folks, the, the people, the gossipers are the mainly us. And it's just, it's a sad thing to me because... A lot of people look at that representation because you never, a person might never walk into a a church before they pass away and they might just meet you. And you were the only representation to make them be like, man, I need to get my life. How can I be saved? You know,
1: that's why I say it's it's five gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and you. And sometimes the only one that they would actually ever pick up, the only one they would actually ever read is you. Well, they
2: read the Bible. If you read the Bible, that's how it was. It's, I mean, it's sad, but it's not really shocking. When Jesus was walking there, that's how that's how they were. Pharisees, the religious yeah, the religious people. They were the right. meanest. I mean, that's that's why. So Jesus that, that means. If so yeah.
0: so so if you think about it, that, that means that the Pharisees and the people of the way, because that's what Christianity first started. Out, was the people of the way. The Pharisees infiltrated the. Are now. Uh, faith because as a disciple of Jesus Christ because they weren't disciples none of the Pharisees were disciples of Jesus Christ they were of the old religion and the texts and and the scrolls and all that good stuff They and they really didn't even follow it themselves because if you look at it they did the same mentality as what the prophets a lot of the prophets did that were that was kind of in the pre king and prophet days where it, they lost the message a little bit and 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 human the human side kind of took over. But what were you going to say, Miss CEO? First, oh, that,
3: it was a fly bothering me. <laughs> it, was just, it, was a, it was a fly. I had to shoot the fly off.
0: <laughs> you said shoe fly, don't bother me.
3: That's right.
1: Well, <laughs> what you said, if it brought, like so, my favorite favorite book of the Bible is the Acts of the Apostles, the Book of Acts, right? one of the reasons is kind of back to kind of what you were saying pastor Jay. like when stephen got up and he was just like he went through like this whole list and then he was like just went back in on them like you know and which one of our uh uh, uh of the prophets have you not killed like who have you not killed like i i love the book of acts for when i, I love stephen's portion of it but also I am one that I truly believe in signs, wonders, miracles. And I still believe that that is, that is today. And so I love reading the book of Acts because it builds my faith to say, hey, you can lay hands on the sick and be safe. You you can't, like I, the book of Acts, I'll sit there and um, watch it. Like it used to be on Netflix. Now I have to find it like on Amazon and I'll watch the book of Acts. All right, so, and I, I really love that. So my favorite book of the Bible is Acts. But man, Stephen went in like, "Hey, y'all doing the same thing that they did to the other prophets? Mm-hmm. Y'all doing the same thing that they they did to to everybody else?" And like, they didn't like that, and so they stoned them. And that's what kind of goes on today. Like, you bring out and say, "Hey, y'all doing y'all acting just like the Pharisees? Y'all acting just like the uh, Sadducees or whatever?" And we say that, and then next thing you know, they're throwing rocks and they're trying to stone
3: us
0: the devil uh-huh. i have a question and this just popped in my head with the the prophets of yesteryears of the biblical times be able to put out prophecy in this modern time with the cancel culture and the social media and all that stuff <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. It would be no. more. It would
2: be more of a show. It it would be like with the social media with the camera. It would be more of a show, and I don't. But I don't think. Please, please no.
1: Mm-mm. So, so back then in in the Old Testament, they actually ran from prophets, right? Today, people run two prophets because we're looking for words of prosperity. And God told me that that you have a new house. And God says that the job is coming and that it's going to be checks in the mail and this, that, and another. But the old prophets, they came in with correction. You know, it wasn't all all bad news, but majority of time they came in with correction. Mm -hmm. And so even the prophets of today, even with me or whatever, like once it comes to a prophetic word, if the if the word has some correction about it or, or so then. They don't want to hear that. That's not what they're going to hear. They want to hear, oh, you know, and I see in three or four years and God told you to to write the vision and make it plain and this, that. They want them feel good words. And that is not what the prophets came to do. And so a lot of times prophets even get the words of correction, but because they're so... Let, I'm gonna mute my mic. You got me hot. So because they're so used to people getting getting that, um, are, are doing that, then they don't even bring the correction that they're supposed to, you know, and I and. And I got it. We're supposed to edify one another, but somewhere you need to tell me if I'm going down the wrong way. I, I don't want to come up to your altar and just, just get a word. He just spoke to good things. I need to hear hear the stuff that I need to. What am I not doing right? How am I blocking my blessing? How am I, how, how am I blocking my prophecy? Yeah, okay. He's going to heal me or or he's going to give me the house or he's going to give me what am I doing? What do I need to do? Nobody wants the correction anymore. And so the old prophets would got stoned. Council car- culture would have with them, because of that. Another thing about the old prophets was it—you it, didn't have too many false prophets walking around. It was a lot, but I mean, it wasn't as many as it is today. People that was prophet lying, so you got a lot of prophet lying going on nowadays. Because what happened is back then, if they—if the word that they said did not come to pass, facts, then then they—they they got stoned. They—the prophets was killed. As I well. that was held
0: accountable for that.
1: They was held accountable for it. So now it's no accountability for all these profit line folks.
0: Because you know one thing I always (laughs) asked about this whole profit thing. I'm I'm, I'm slowly walking into it. Is that um, I want to know where is this line that they get for prosperity profit. Because I never heard from God told me to tell somebody about a car, some money, A job, a nothing. You know what God ever told? Everything God has always told me had to deal with your soul because your car, your money, your job don't matter when you die. Your soul is the only thing that lives on and that's what is in trouble. Like that's God don't care about these material things like we care about it's like he cares about you and if you okay and that you could be free so that you're not bogged down by depression anxiety and and, um, and all kind of tor- turmoil that the enemy has put into your mind because people don't talk about that I, I would love to hear a prophet say you're going to be free of depression that well, nobody would watch him you'll be free of anxiety nobody would watch you'll be free and let go of that trauma that happened to you as a child nobody would listen because we live in a nowadays victim mentality world where people actually long to hold on to those things and and that's why you always hear somebody always talk about the past they all it's like they're trapped in that time period of when something happened they like oh they can't talk about nothing current And, and it's scary because i grew up with with a grandmother that had dementia. And when you grow up with somebody that has dementia, they lose their short term and they only remember the long term. And the thing that people nowadays is they have spiritual dementia where they only can remember about the things that they, they got saved or where they they were brought from, from back then, but they can't see the now of what God is doing for them now. And they're ungrateful and they don't care. And they sit here like, well, God ain't did nothing for me. But you hear, but you got this. The job you prayed for is so you short-minded that you were praying for the job. You got the job. Now you're complaining about the job. You complain about the spouse you got. You complain about the kids you got. You complain about the house you got. You always have this void of what you're missing. So you 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 take for granted what God is doing in the now, but you only talk about these big glow ups. Like that's the only time that he was able to do something for you. Like he ain't doing something. That, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Bobby Womack song. where are always complaining about what everybody got and what she ain't. got
3: I'm
0: just saying it's it, that's how, People you want want not nowadays.
3: And I want
0: what you
2: get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's you just like with social media. Now. Man, Jesus has been saying that to a lot of people because <laughs> man, that's a that's a sermon. If you think you lonely now, wait till tonight when you can't call nobody. When you're not surrounded by nobody and mm-hmm. you there by yourself, the most mm-hmm. spiritual warfare happens is when you own your lonesome at mm-hmm. nighttime. So if you think you lonely now, I'm not going to preach, but I just want people to see this it, and I, I, I want to bring it out there because there's a lot of souls that are in jeopardy because they're so worried about a fortune. They're so worried about a status. And one thing I was going to read that a pastor said here in Las Vegas, everybody want to be a pastor. Everybody want to be a prophet. Everybody want to be an evangelist. But one thing that you have to remember, which she talked about with, with prophets, that they were held accountable. So if your word didn't come to pass, you were you would be held accountable in leadership. That's the same thing. And he's in this pastor uh, shout out to Pastor Kerry Connor. He said leadership lesson: one should not allow negative criticism to influence them to decommit. As yeah. soon as somebody gives you correction, as soon as somebody holds you accountable, you ready to say, "I'm not going to do it no more." Stop it. That comes with Stop leadership. It. You can't stop being a parent. You can't stop being a whole lot of things. But as soon as it come to church, keep that same attitude that you have for your job that you don't like and do it for your ministry of God and watch how far God will get you compared to what that job that will replace you. As soon as they feel like you're inadequate. Absolutely. I'm done. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from, but it was on. it was on me. Hard. It needed
3: to be said. <laughs> I know.
1: You know what? I, I, <laughs> one of the hardest prophecies I got was a prophet. She told me, she said, uh, you got to quit uh, playing God. Like, and I did not under, it took me a month. I held on to the prophecy because I was, I was offended. I'm be like many others. I got, I got offended because I was like, what you mean? I was playing. And then I realized that what because once we prophesy, we only prophesy in part for one another time is different profit is different time. And so some people think that once we say certain things or whatever, um, they expect it to immediately happen or so. And sometimes the prophecy doesn't happen to three or four years later down the road or whatever. So another thing that prophets kind of battle with, if they don't, if they do not know their own identity and know exactly who they are, they'll start uh, second guessing their self once they know what they spoke over on, But it, it, it takes years and years for it to come to pass. Anyway, so the the lady, she, she said, I was playing God and I could not understand what she was talking about it finally hit me what was going on was that people were coming to me and they was asking me for stuff, right? And, and, and in my situation, it was money. And she was saying what what it, what it uh, the Holy Spirit revealed to me was that I'm not giving them time to go to God and ask God. So if I'm on the phone with Brittany and Brittany like, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna do about my light bill, this, and another. Brittany don't have to ask me directly for it because I heard that there was a need. Before, while she's talking, I'm on my phone and I'm cash apping her I ain't said nothing to her. And like, girl, yeah, yeah. And they say, you know, she looked down at her phone. She got the money for her light bill. Right. I was playing because I never gave them an opportunity to go to God and allow God to bring it forth the way he needs to allow him to. So that meant that at the end of the day. God wasn't getting the praise, I was getting the praise for. It. Mm-hmm. And so it, it took and so sometimes prophecies are hard, but once you sit there and you you kind of think like, hey, okay, what is they saying? The Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. And sometimes once once prophets come, they're not telling you nothing new. They're telling you something that the Holy Spirit already told you yourself. Only thing they're doing is coming in confirming the word. He've already spoke that thing to you in some shape, form. You you got me on prophets. So we're supposed to be talking about. Christ. Christ exalted only. Come on,
2: CEO. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm you got it. us on a tangent. <laughs> that Bible trivia started something, didn't it? it? did. <laughs> I'm
3: not upset at, at all. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I love talking about the Lord. I love talking about the Bible. Anything to, surrounded around it, I love talking about it. So y'all ain't y'all ain't bothering me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pastor Jay's mind over there just going.
2: Is it going oh, is he frozen? He froze. It was just like. <laughs> right. He he froze. Froze. Is, is he froze? Well, all right. All right. It just says. See, y'all, tell us a little bit about you. Yes.
3: So um, I'm actually from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, I just this year I won my very first award. I won a um, Rhythm of Gospel Award for gospel hip-hop song of the year
2: congratulations
3: I've, um, I'm actually getting ready to celebrate my eight years in the gospel ministry yeah. um, October 16th so I'm excited about that um, I haven't posted all my details about it so y'all will just have to right. keep <laughs> up with me <laughs> but that'll be out tomorrow um, I released a new single this year it's called Trinity, uh, Trinity 03 I'm sorry mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just about, I mean, it's self-explanatory. It's about the Trinity. Yeah. So, um, I am in the process of, um, a miniature tour this fall. Um, I've done, I've done a couple of my dates already, but I'll, I'll actually be in Vegas next weekend. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I am a first lady. You know, my husband is a pastor. We have a church in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yeah. Um and and that's we're going, going right on our is it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So is this not too far from where we live? It but um we service a lot of youth and young adults and college students and everything mm-hmm. in the Pine Bluff area. So that's that's where we're located. And uh,
2: that's I don't know what else I want to know. I'm about to ask you, <laughs> girl. <laughs> so. I know you didn't start off in the gospel arena. I know you were like a secular hip hop artist, if I'm correct. So yes. how did you, was there a calling that God was pulling you over to the gospel side? Or what was it that made you leave secular to come over to the gospel?
3: Um, well, to be just completely honest, um, I was more so doing music with my my brother. My brother was uh, doing this, the secular rap. Mm-hmm. And um you know, whenever they'll need a, a female voice on on a track or something like that, you know, I started off doing that, and then it went to me just kind of testing the waters to see if I could actually write my own lyrics. Mm-hmm. you know,, um, so I just kind of played around with it at first. I really didn't didn't take it serious. Um, I knew that i I didn't want to be a rapper where they transformed me into who they wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said, I just, I didn't take it serious. It wasn't until um, I lost a cousin of mine um, to somebody taking his life. Mm. And so he wasn't really, he wasn't in the streets and, and stuff like that. You know, he was always busy doing something, working, taking care of his family, doing stuff for other people if they didn't have mm-hmm. anything, you know, just that type of person. Right. And where I was in my walk at that time, I I didn't understand why, you know, something would happen like that to somebody such as, you know. And mm-hmm. so um, I just, I didn't want to live. Um, I asked God for four months to, to take my life. Mm-hmm. And so um, obviously he did not agree with me. And so I just asked him, you know, well, give me something to live for because at that at that time I, I had just uh, divorced from my first husband, um, very abusive uh, marriage and everything like that. So I just didn't, you know, I wasn't feeling mentally, I wasn't okay, you know, and so I prayed and I asked him to give me something to live for and he gave me uh, my ministry, which is uh, more like your ministry. Started that eight years ago. So, like I said, I'm celebrating that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just kind of went from there. I I started doing outreach with everybody that joined in with the nonprofit. And uh, we were just kind of playing around one evening after we had a meeting about something we had coming up. And my brother, he had a studio in his house. So, you know, we kind of went in the studio just listening to to beats and things like that. And he told us that he had wrote. Uh, a gospel song that he had never put out, you know, and it was pretty old, but he was like he wanted us to hear it. So mm-hmm. he ended up playing the song and all of us instantly was like, oh, I'll, let me write on. I want to write on. it. I want to write on. it." You know, but again, we were still just kind of like doing it for fun type of thing. Uh, the next year when I launched the ministry, we took it more from the outreach and uh, teamed it up with the music, mm-hmm. so we were doing any events we were doing. We were doing outreach and we were doing our music at the same time. We had praise dancers. We had um spirit. <coughs> excuse me, spiritual fingers. We had poets. You know, we were just basically taking church outside of the yeah, walls
2: yeah. and <laughs> straight, taking yeah. that
3: into the community. Right. So, so uh, like I said, once people just kind of start falling off, moving to different states and things like that, I was like, okay, Lord, now, we had this conversation before. (laughs) (laughs) And I asked you to give me something, you know, and I started to get discouraged, you know. And he just reminded me, you know, well, I gave you the ministry. I gave you the vision. yeah. And I kept working on my music. And here we are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how do how do you like your past for us like your the abusive relationship the suicide how does it shape not only your ministry but your music like the, do you use that to minister minister through do you use your past to minister through other people that are that are are, are or have been in situations similar to
3: yours I actually I do um, now it more so with the music when I'm when I'm doing my music, it's Bible based. So my thing is, if if I can't get somebody to come to church because of various different reasons, then I will hope that whenever they listen to my music, they would get the word that way. You know, um, and it kind of put me in a mind frame of and not to be like derogatory about it, but uh, the like Bibles for dummies type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it just really breaks breaks it all down for anybody to understand it. You know, that was just my goal on um, what to do with, with my music. But of course, I add my testimony and, and, and yeah. stuff like that into the music. It's just not the focus. Now, when I have an opportunity to minister to somebody just by speaking with them or like a, a interview or, or something like that, then that's when I'll uh, dig into the testimony so they'll know, you know, this is where I came from, you could do it too, you can come out of it, you know, whatever situation is that God has put me through, so I just continue to be a vessel, and yeah. however he uses me, I, I go from there and do what I'm called to do, so...
2: That's about it. Well, <laughs> amen. I do want to go on record to say, I'm glad that God did not agree with your request. Uh am yes. going to yeah of yes. um, There are a lot of people who feel that way, just, you know, life, life mm-hmm. be life. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people feel that way. So what could you possibly say to encourage someone who is thinking and contemplating about suicide and, um, pretty much waking up every day wishing that they weren't here.
3: Absolutely. So uh, just my advice on that is always find something that you feel like you want to get up every morning, you know, um, ideal, you know, people will say, well, if if God gives you life, that's enough to, you know, be excited about being up, you know, but everybody does not operate like that, you know, and if it's, I like walking walks in the park. If it's, um, I like to write poems. If mm-hmm. it's, you know, I like to just have a moment to express myself to somebody uh, through through dance. You know, um, whatever it is that you like to do, I would say every day, um, just take small steps yeah. to whatever goals that you have. You know, um, and and definitely if you if you have a prayer life. Keep that, keep that, stay in your word, and you need somebody that's that's you know that you're close to to be able to vent to if you if you're having a moment. If you don't have any type of support, it's hard to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, some people think it's easier to, to talk to strangers, which it is, but you also you also want to have somebody that's close to you that knows you, you know, that can help you rationalize things because taking your life is not the way to go is not
1: the way to go. No, I think with um with especially with, with us females, right, since Pastor Jay left us. Um <laughs> with us females, right, you know, it's so much on our plates as women. Mm-hmm. You know, we we are predominantly like in this man man world and I remember um you know once once me and my husband oh now he comes back. Once me and my husband both were in the military, it was still a thing to where Yes, we had the same schedule, but I still had to come home and make sure that the family was fed and still Mm -hmm. had to, you know, uh, make sure clothes and stuff was done. The kids was ready for school and stuff. And so it's so much stuff that kind of goes on. And with women, we wear this mask so easily that everything is good. And you never know that sometimes we're breaking on the inside. You never know exactly how hard our journey is um, at, at times. And so... I, I like depression and anxiety, suicide is like topics that I'm so passionate about because it's so easy for us to put on a mask or we go through our our therapy for as retail shopping or alcohol or drug use or whatever and mm-hmm. our, our our sex, whatever we find something to try to cope with, and it takes us a minute to kind of get to the point to say, wait a minute, hold on, it's a battle going on on the inside of my mind. And I think a lot of times with women, especially with me, I had to realize that I was the one that was keeping myself in that cage are, are, are mentally bound because the things that I was actually saying inside my head, it wasn't what other people were saying. It was the, the the tape that I was playing over in my head. It was the thoughts, it was the emotions that I was allowing to live rent-free in my mind. It was the things that I was just allowing to, so, and so it takes, it takes a lot of courage and strength to actually say sometimes, I'm not okay, mm-hmm. I'm not okay. You know, and we have to be comfortable in actually saying I'm OK. We go around and so, so many times people ask, how are we doing? And we're like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm good. Blessed and highly favored. Just lie. So because on the inside, we're not OK. And so sometimes, like you were saying, um, CEO, sometimes you have to find that person to where you can actually say, hey, I'm not OK. I'm not okay, And I really don't know what it is because I just swept so so much stuff up under the rug. And it's a big pile of dirt up under a rug. And I need you. I need you to help me unpack that. I need you to help me get to the root of what my issue is. And a lot of times it's that little girl on the inside of us. that still needs healing. It needs to be free. So I, I thank you for being open to talk about suicide.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Amen. Well, welcome back, sir.
1: Thank you. For Welcome to, the, to
2: me. Anointed Radio Network. Oh,
0: it's great to we be are back. on
1: all it's social media thing. platforms, except for um, what is it, Tinder? To-
0: you the- said. Tinder. Tinder. It's title. Um, it's because Jay-Z be <laughs> hating. So first of all, I want to David say about the suicide, because I was still watching in the midst of my fiasco of what the Wi-Fi, because the devil was angry. Man, he said, you know what? Turn off. Um, <laughs> suicide is the reason I really think that God had me going on to that. It's not even a rant, but that conversation earlier, is that a lot of people are hurting secretly. You know, I've, I've lost... People I've served with, I've lost friends uh, to suicide. I've lost children that I'm—I was the youth leader over, and I. Uh oh, he did. Well,
2: all right, yeah, he, he did. He froze. Back. He froze. Let's back. see. I'm gonna give him like three seconds before I go to my next question.
0: <laughs> that this. I'm back. We back. All right.
2: I'm, we back. Back.
0: I'm telling you, the devil is mad. <laughs> um but this
2: is so
0: man this god show god, god, this, it's god show. Of, but I it's truly something that is needed to talk about because people get swept to the side when it comes down to suicide they just mostly yeah. like well just go pray about it all right cool but sometimes we need physical touch sometimes we need somebody to say it's gonna be all right man right. If if you ever think about it Think about what your grandmama used to do for you. You know, used to say, baby, it's all right. You still got to get talked to like that. I even talked to my back like that. Like, you know what, back is going to be all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it through this. And, and, and it's just a trigger to make you really start feeling better because life and death do lay in the tongue. And if we're if we're agreeing with what people are saying. Then it gets worse, like what we said earlier. Wait until tonight, because when at nighttime it amplifies. Because you ain't got distraction of the TV, you ain't got no phone calls, you ain't got no video game, you ain't got people distracting you. It's just you and your thoughts. That's why people go crazy in uh, in um, c- confinement when they're in isolation, mm-hmm. because it's just them and their thoughts. And your thoughts could be toxic if you let them. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: And and being that I've been a person that you know was going I've been through that before. And I remember my mindset at that time. And it was a lot of things that you don't care at the moment because you only could see your pain. But oh. God wants you, if somebody's out there, God wants you to see past your pain and see the things that you do have and just start accounting those. You ain't gotta, you know, do anything else but just account like, man, I'm here, I'm breathing. I, I I got somewhere to live. I'm able to eat. I'm able to do the basics and then grow out and span from that. But one thing I wanted to say, though, back onto the artist part of Miss CEOs, I've actually got the honors of watching Miss CEO perform um, in Jacksonville, Florida, and I wanted to ask, what what is some of the things that you did to be able to develop your artistry, like stage presence, like... Um, how you interact with the crowd your music what was the things that you did to develop you as an artist
2: um
3: well the actual sound of ceo comes from uh once again my my oldest brother that I was that I was telling you about um he basically taught me everything i know about uh music and how to record it and um how to flow to a, a, a beat, any type of beat, you know, things like that. Um and then like I said, putting putting scripture with everything. But as far as as far as getting prepared for a show, um to be quite honest with you, I I don't do any rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Um I'm literally nervous until I hear <laughs> the beat. <laughs> and um, the, the only thing I do is I just ask God to uh, increase in me as I decrease. And um, I, I, maybe the stage present thing come from it. when I was younger, I was always the one that wanted to be in front of the camera. Like I was never actually scared to, you know, to be in front of the camera. So maybe that's where that comes from. But honestly, I just, I just let the Holy Spirit take over and um just like you are in church you know if the pastor's connecting with with somebody in the audience you know they get the amen you know you minister to that person because whatever i just said might be something that you you know that you needed that connection on so i just like i said i just let the holy spirit do what he do and 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 i know just naturally you know to interact with people that's around you. I mean, I I learned that in school. You know, when you're giving a speech or something, make eye contact with with people. So, mm-hmm. but that's all. It's no no uh sit down, going to a a dance studio or something, going over my moves and no, it's nothing like that. Just the Holy Spirit, just do what He do.
0: Amen. Amen. So, what would be your advice as an independent artist to other independent artists? from the things that you've seen and the the learning lessons that you've learned while going and after your artistry, what would you tell somebody that's coming up behind you, um, as a a word of encouragement?
3: Absolutely. Um, know that you will be nervous. Um, and, and that's just something that come kind of comes with the territory. But most of all, just make sure whatever you're doing that you are, for one, doing it for the right reasons. Because if you don't, um, and, you know, just being a gospel artist, if you don't believe in what you're doing, how do you expect for, you know, people that you're trying to reach to believe in, in what you're doing as well? You know, so you definitely want it, to, it, and it's not about the music. You know, it's about your prayer life it's about your studying and things like that so if you're not doing that I would encourage you to you know focus more on that and then you know um, the ministry portion of it actually physically doing it because I don't call it performing I call it ministering that's my thing so if you get up and you you think about it as you're performing more than likely you're going to be trying to put on a show Mm-hmm. If you're getting up and you're ministering, then you're just gonna be doing exactly what God wants you to do. And it'll just it it'll just all flow. But learn learn your words, <laughs> get your breath and stuff together. You know, so like I said, sometimes when the Holy Spirit take over, I'll I'll start cutting in and out on, on my stuff just because it min- it still ministers to me, you know, while I'm ministering to other people. You know, but the best the best that you can, you know, just like I said, learn your words, make sure your your prayer life and, and your study life is is intact and you you'll be good to go. God gonna do everything else.
0: Okay. Amen. That was deep. Don't go up there <laughs> performing, go up there and minister. Yeah. And cut your own music at times when you see there's a need. You know, I actually seen Tiffany Andrews do that with Leandria. Here in Vegas, where she said, "I'm not. Y'all know I can sing. I'll need to sing right now." There's a person that needs to be ministered Mm -hmm. to right Mm -hmm. now, and it was deep. You don't see. You don't see that much where people put ministry first before they put the, you know, the show, or as Mm -hmm. as people would say. So, what are some upcoming events that you have coming up um, that you will be part of with your music?
3: So I'm actually um, headed to Vegas next weekend. Ooh, I'll, I'll be there for uh, the showcase Is in the cipher as well. Um, after mm-hmm. that, I will be here in North Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm actually, uh, like I said, I'm celebrating my eight years of ministry, so I'm, I'm having a concert uh, where we have uh, Mr. Church is going to come in and yeah. Marvette, the artist, and okay. we got a couple other people as, as uh, special guests on the program. Um after that I'll be headed to St. Louis and then Oklahoma City. Um and so yeah, I just I got some things lined up, but Vegas is next.
0: Amen. Amen. Everybody heard that. She coming to Vegas, y'all. So yeah. if you wasn't going to the Cipher, you need to go to the Cipher and go check her out. She she is dope. So one thing I do want to ask you, and this will be the last question, is what is some upcoming projects you have? We know that where you're going to go perform. So you got any books, you got any conferences, you got any type of new music coming out? What's some some things that you have on the horizon that's coming soon?
3: Yeah. So I definitely got some uh, music coming out. Um, Just a spoiler alert. One of everybody's favorites. I'm, I'm remixing that one, but I don't, I don't want to tell y'all just yet which one of these we just don't. We just gonna kick the door down with it, but um, dope, dope, dope artists on there. Um, shout out to Art Music Group. Uh, you know we we're we're doing some big things, so y'all just stay tuned. But definitely got some music coming out. Got some um, a play in the works. Um, and then I also have a few
0: conferences that I'm waiting on some uh, confirmations on. So
2: yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: Everybody, that was Miss CEO. I just want you, you to know, Miss CEO. I really appreciate you coming on, and it was deep because it was it was a very deep conversation today. And I and I believe honestly, full heartedly, that somebody needed to hear today's interview and so it, it went exactly how it was supposed to go Amen. so one thing that um, I can say is that I appreciate you coming on and spending time with us Um because one thing that you can't get back is time
3: Amen.
1: and you
0: came and spent one hour of time in your life with us which will always be appreciative and here at anointed radio we believe that unity brings change so with you coming on we want you to know that now you family so when you got music when you got things coming if you have things that need be promoted let us know we'll promote you in the best ability that we can and that we're definitely here to be a support for you here in las vegas at anointed radio
3: oh yeah absolutely thank y'all and i definitely enjoyed this i appreciate y'all for having me on and you yeah, know y'all just stay connected with me i'm i'm excited about everything god is doing amen, amen, amen. i'm just gonna go find you on social media now yes look follow me i'll follow back <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm
2: gonna
0: go follow you and i'm gonna test that theory amen <laughs> amen so with that being said about that time. And if you have not, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app and make sure that you follow us at LV Anointed Radio. And I want you to know it doesn't have to stop here. You can go to our podcast platform where you could be able to see all of our previous shows. And if you don't know how to get to our podcast platform, just go to our website, anointed radio network.com. Or you could go to your podcast person, except title, because you know Jay-ZB hating. And Go to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, all of the podcast platforms and be able to check out Anointed Radio and listen to all of our previous shows. You're going to learn something. You're going to walk away with something. I promise you that. So with that being said, like our page, like our YouTube, share this today, especially this one. Because somebody needed to hear this, tag somebody that needed to hear this. Share this with somebody. Share it with your group of friends, your Facebook groups, and all that stuff. Because somebody needs to hear what was said today. And if you want to, if you want to do a donation to Anointed Radio, you could go ahead and uh, hit us with a cash app. At the dollar sign anointed radio network to be able to get a few things pay for a few things upgrade a few things so that we can be able to give you a better show each time and with that being said y'all be easy i'm, I'm just gonna put it like that y'all, y'all be easy i'm not even gonna be inspirational with it so bye y'all bye everybody bye everybody bye